The individual investor should act consistently as an investor and not as a speculator. Benjamin Graham. Welcome to Retire Mentorship, your mentor to and through retirement. I'm your host, Freeman Lindy, certified financial planner. Today, we discuss the differences between investing, speculating, and trading. That's coming up on the Retire Mentorship Podcast. First, the two-minute tune-in, the primary points of the podcast in about two minutes. There are a lot of confusion about the differences between investing, speculating, and trading, or what most people just call investing. Many people don't understand the differences between these three things, and therefore, when they're told to invest, they misunderstand or misinterpret what they're being told to do. But the differences between these three modes are crucial. Investing is buying something that we have a reasonable expectation of obtaining a profit from, the key being reasonable. Speculating, on the other hand, is hoping that we will receive a huge payoff from something that is not known or that there is not as much evidence to be the case. And trading is trying to gain extra profits by buying and selling different investments instead of holding them and being a true investor in them. We'll look more in depth at each of these three and the differences between them on today's episode of the Retirement Mentorship Podcast. Investing, speculating, and trading. Oh my. I am an equity evangelist. You've heard it before. You've also heard me talk about how I love investing. And while investing is not the most important part of your overall financial picture, it does fund quite a bit of the other elements. Investing is important, not just for the future, but even for today. We need to invest. No one ever got rich putting their money in a savings account. And few people do any real change in the world without some capital behind them with which to do it. It takes money to do things in the world, to live, to enjoy things with our families, and most of the time to make an impact. So investing becomes a great way to fund our dreams and our goals, and good investing, proper investing, remains one of the best ways to do all of those things. But there are a lot of variances between what people think of when they think of investing. This is why I frequently will reference how I'm an equity evangelist, right? I want people to invest in equities. And I call it equities instead of stocks because I think that the word stocks has a different connotation for a lot of people. When people hear to invest in the stock market, I think a lot of the picture that we get is more of trading, which we'll cover towards the end here. But the buying and selling of different stocks and it going up and down and trying to make money by buying low and selling high and and all of that. And it doesn't create the picture in most people's minds that we want to when we say to invest in equities. On the other hand, people understand equity a little bit better, right? When you own your home and you're paying down the mortgage, you're building your equity. And when you finally pay that mortgage off and you own 100% of your home, you have 100% equity in your home. You own it outright. And in the same way then, when we talk about buying equity in companies and the best companies in the world through different funds, we are talking about ownership. We own parts of the greatest companies in the entire world. 
And owning something has a different connotation than trading with it, right? And that's why we often talk about owning equities in and especially in retirement, not just leading up to it, but especially in retirement, owning equities as a great way to fund your current income in retirement and also your future income needs as the rising costs of living chew into anything else you might own. We need to own equities. We need to invest, particularly in equities, but of course also having a plan for those downturns, which we've covered in other areas. So the language we use when talking about finance matters. And the connotation that people get when talking about different financial topics matters because I might be communicating one thing and you might be hearing another. And so one of the things we want to do today is to differentiate between three common things that people often confuse into one. And that is the difference between investing, speculating, and trading. We will often talk about investing and how people should invest and how even as people walking into retirement and in already in retirement, that they should be investing in equities. So what do we mean by investing as opposed to speculating or trading? Well, when we talk about investing, this might not be the official definition that you will find in other places, but when we talk about investing here, We are talking about buying things, expending money with the reasonable expectation that we will receive profit in return, right? We have to put the money out, right? There's a a giving up in the short term with the reasonable expectation that in the long term, however long that may be, that we will receive a profit. And of course, you can't receive a profit without receiving the original back, right? If you you expend $1,000, and you get $100 back, but then you lose 1000 that wasn't a profit. So, of course, that, that means that we still have the original plus additional profits. Right? And I think the key to that is the reasonable expectation. Right? We expect, we believe, right? not just wish or hope, but we expect to receive a profit. And that ex- expectation is reasonable. It's a reasonable expectation based on a number of factors, right? based on historic track record based on future prospects, based on the financials of the great companies that we are investing in through funds. And that expectation is completely reasonable. They have always, they've gotten to be the best company in the world by doing great things. We expect that they will continue to do great things and that we will make these profits either by capital appreciation, right? The value of the company grows while we uh, own it or through profits that are distributed to us in dividends, which we can take for income or reinvest ourselves into growing more money. Investing is also inclusive of putting money into bonds, into high-quality bonds, either government bonds, because there's a reasonable expectation that the government won't default on those, that they'll pay the interest and repay the principal, or that it'll do so in the funds that we own the bonds through. And that's a reasonable expectation because that has always been the case. Right? Or we buy the bonds of high-quality corporations, high-quality companies that have good balance sheets and good companies that employ the best people in the world and have innovation. And we expect then that if we loan these companies money, often through bond funds, right, not directly, but if we loan these companies money, we have the reasonable expectation they will continue to pay us that interest payments and give us our money back in the end. And so those are true investments. Those 
are things where we have that reasonable expectation. It's not guaranteed. None of it's guaranteed. If you really look into the word guarantee, at the end of the day, there is no guarantees. Even governments that are guaranteeing things, ultimately, of course, governments can fail. And so depending on how much you want to push on that word guarantee, everything can eventually break down. And so there are no guarantees of profits, right? Companies don't guarantee that they're going to make a profit. No one can. They don't guarantee. They do to a certain point, but at the end of the day, those guarantees are are founded on an unstable foundation that, that they'll be able to pay those payments back. There's always a chance, right, that you won't get your money back. But the expectation that you will plus profit is a reasonable one. That is investing. And so when we talk about investing here on this show, we mean the buying of high quality companies, of equity stakes and high quality companies that we have a reasonable expectation we will get money back from, or the in purchasing, the giving of money to companies or governments in the form of bonds that we have a reasonable expectation that we will get those interest payments plus eventually the return of our principal. That is investing. And that is distinctly opposed to speculating. What speculation is, is the expelling of money with the hope that you will receive a profit with little to no evidence. Right, that, that there's some projection, obviously there's, there's going to be some ploy, some reason why you think you will get profits from whatever this quote unquote investment is from putting your money toward this endeavor, but the chances of you getting them are less or the certainty that you will get it is less expectation is minimal. Right, so on the fixed income side, that's high yield bonds. They're, they're high yield for a reason because the risk that you won't get your money back is higher. That's not an investment. That's a speculation. We're speculating that these companies with shaky financials will indeed be able to pay this higher interest rate to us. And so that, that's not an investment. That's, just, that's a speculation. Or you're buying you know, penny stocks or startup companies or all these things where the company doesn't yet have a proven track record. Maybe they have a great idea or something that you think is going to take off and be the next this or the next that, the next Amazon, the next Netflix, whatever it is. We hope and we, you know, to some degree expect, but the expectation is not as reasonable. We hope that's going to be the next big thing and then we can make a good profit, but there isn't the track record, the financials, the proof that these will happen. So buying startup companies, uh, Penny stocks, that's not a really big thing anymore. Uh, Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, at this point, are speculation, not investing. We'll do a different show on Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Um, But at this point, I think even the proponents of it would agree that they're not investing. People say, well, should I invest in Bitcoin? That's not an investment. There's enough of a track record there that you can reasonably expect in the same way that you can in other companies and other proven methods that you will make a profit. You might. You might make a huge profit. You might make way more profit on that than you could on any mainstream company that you could invest in. But you don't know when there's no track record behind it. Therefore, it's not investing. It's speculating. And that's really what it comes down to is how reasonable is the expectation that you will make a profit. And if it's not that reasonable, it doesn't have as much evidence and basis behind it, then you start going from investing 
to speculating. So when I tell people that they should invest in equities, right, I mean the buying of high quality companies with proven track records that we have a very reasonable expectation they will continue along those lines. No guarantees, certainly, but reasonable expectations. And once you start getting outside of that, then you are getting into speculation. I'm not saying there's never room for speculation. If you really want to buy a cryptocurrency or invest in your friend's startup company or buy some shaky real estate deal, whatever it is, because you think that there's an excellent opportunity for profits, there's a place for that in some people's overall financial plan. But for most people, that comes only after they're already doing everything they should be doing. Right? If you have all your investments correctly allocated, you have a solid investing plan that you are following and funding and that all of your goals are being funded through this plan already, retirement, everything else you're trying to do. If you've taken care of all those things and then you have more money that you want to put towards something else, that is when you can look at speculating, but not before. We don't bet our retirement on a speculative quote-unquote investment, on a speculative endeavor. We invest for the things that must succeed. Our retirement, our kids' college, if that's a must, other items like that. When, when it must succeed, we invest for those things. We don't speculate for them. And then we can speculate on top of that. So that kind of explains the difference between investing and speculating. The last piece then is trading. And I think a lot of people think that trading and investing are the same. And so when they when they think of you know investing in the market, investing in the stock market, they in their minds they think that they're going to be traders. And I'm not necessarily talking about even just day traders, right? I think that's been significantly and with good reason bashed in the public discussion. You know, it became really big back in the early 2000s and you know people day trading and you know make thousand dollars this day and ten thousand dollars this day and lose four thousand dollars this day and you're jumping in and out of the market on a daily basis and i think that's been you know pretty soundly destroyed in the public discourse for good reason because it's very hard to do that well especially better than just plain investing but there are other trading that is other than day trading right you can still be a trader versus an investor without doing it every day. And these is the strategy where you think that the way to win, to make money in equity investments is to trade them, right? To try to get in low and to try to sell high and to rinse and repeat over and over and over again and, and make money that way. And it might not be day trading, but maybe it's in the course, but it might still be in the course of a year over a couple of years where you're trying to time cycles or this, that, and the other, or to see where the momentum is shifting in the market and you're a momentum investor, and all these different strategies, not to try to own the best companies in the world and let them do the work and participate in the profits and the growth of those companies, but to try to anticipate what the market itself is going to do, the trends, the ups and downs, the momentum, the pendulums, whatever strategy you're trying to use, that's not investing. That's a form of trading, right? You're trying to trade in and out of the market or in and out of sectors of the market in hopes of beating what investing is at its core, which is buying the best companies in the world and letting them make the profits and the growth and being an owner of those profits and growth, right? That's investing. Trading is trying to beat that by incorporating all kinds of different strategies 
and trading in and out of different stocks to do better, which is very, very hard to do, by the way. The vast, vast, vast majority of people cannot do that successfully. Even professional fund managers that spend all their time, their entire lives, trying to beat the market by doing different trading strategies rarely do. Right over 15 years, you know, 93% of professional fund managers, people with six screens on their computer and 18 letters behind their names, cannot beat the benchmarks that they're trying to beat, cannot beat just good old-fashioned investing. And so you are trying to do something that even professionals cannot consistently do when you embark on a strategy of trading, whatever strategy that might be. And that's the problem is people don't like good old-fashioned investing, good old-fashioned buying good companies and letting them do the work. And we're always trying to find the shortcut, the easy way, the better way, something that can improve on something that already works. And whenever you're trying to do better than something that already works, the chances of you doing that are not good. It already works. And if it was possible to beat it, everyone would already do that. And so you are taking, you are taking something that you know works and say, no, I'm not going to do this thing that I know works because I think I can do something better. And that does not work out for most people. And so on this show, we encourage people to invest to be investors, to buy the best companies in the world, to have maybe a plan to have some of uh, you know money loaned out to those best companies and to some governments uh, in a retirement income strategy, right? But in general, to own the best companies in the world and to stay invested. And, and you think about this, right? When you have downturns, when you have market shifts and, and different macro and microeconomic anomalies, that affect businesses and affect their profits and, and affect their their business as usual. You know, think about some business owners that you know uh, personally, hopefully, but maybe if you don't know personally, just you know some some successful businesses in your town or your area that you know the names of the owners anyway. And do these owners every time there's an economic shift, right? When COVID happened, or when there's a downturn, or when there's an economic issue. Do those owners of those businesses immediately turn around and try to sell the business? No, they don't because they're not traders. They're investors, investors in their own business. They hold on and they go up and down with the the profits and the growth of their business. And they have some good years where their profits are high and their growth is is large and they're expanding. And they have other years where they're just trying to to maintain and get by and, and the profits are not there. And that's okay. That's just normal business cycles. And they're not constantly trying to sell their businesses and buy other businesses. They buy business and they stick with it and they become tremendously wealthy if those businesses are ultimately successful. And that's what most people should do. Maybe not run their own business because they don't have necessarily all the skills to run their own successful business, but to participate and to be owners of successful businesses that are doing this. We don't try to jump in and out and beat the cycles and sell our businesses every time something happens in the market or every time we think something's going to happen in the market. We only sell them when we need the cash in retirement or for whatever other reason. And otherwise, we invest. We don't speculate. We don't trade. We invest and we own the best companies in the world and participate in those profits. And that's a glorious thing. Hope that helps you frame up in your mind the differences between investing and speculating and trading. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at retirementorship.com. 
We'd love to get back to you on those. You can call us at 1-855-6-MENTOR. That's 1-855-6-MENTOR. Leave us a voicemail. We'll get back to you that way as well. If the show has been helpful for you, you can become a member by going to retiremembership.com. And for the cost of a latte a week or a latte a month, you can support the show. And we appreciate all of you that are doing that. Continue to build your mindset, build your belief in investing in in good financial planning. And we will see you next week. This podcast is educational only and is not intended to be investment, legal, or tax advice or recommendations, whether direct or incidental. Again, this is not investment advice. Consult your financial, tax, and legal professionals for specific advice related to your specific situation. Never take investment advice from someone who doesn't know you and your specific situation. All opinions expressed in this podcast are the opinions of the speakers expressing them. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Retirement mentorship is not affiliated with or controlled by any registered investment advisor, broker-dealer, or other financial services company.